0: You deserve somebody that is sure You deserve somebody who don't need no more. And you deserve somebody that is yours. And you deserve a love you never seen before. You deserve somebody who is patient. Okay. you deserve a nigga who don't keep you waiting. You deserve a love so captivating. A nigga who Good don't Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Diddy Casanova, a.k.a. the one true king of the south, a.k.a. December's very own, a.k.a. St. Bricolus, a.k.a. a Krispy Kringle, a.k.a. um, um, shit, in the middle of the panoramic, a.k.a. in the middle of the pan pizza, a.k.a. in the middle of the parallelogram, <laughs> Um, aka fuck all you resellers, aka fuck all you bots, aka <laughs> um, aka my birthday. By the time you hear this, my birthday will be next week. Cash at me. Um, and that's it. That's your boy C Diddy. We are out here, and as always, on the hotline, it's my wonderful and gracious co-host.
1: Hey y'all! It's your favorite little shit talker, that girl Allie Nicole. A.K.A. that bald-headed bandit A.K.A. it's Big Alley, A.K.A. put some respect on it A.K.A. Notorious H-O-E A.K.A. it's Holly St. Nick, bitch
2: A.K.A. that little baby
1: Who's getting it together? How are you, Calvin?
0: Um, Today has been a day, friend okay and 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 so it kind of leads into my first topic so we're gonna we're gonna go with it
1: we're just gonna jump right into it i'm with it so
0: you know for all those who know me you guys know i've been on the hashtag road to ps5
1: i'm dead
0: um you know trying to secure the one thing i really want this holiday season right like I think you would. I think everyone who knows me agrees. I don't generally want much, right? Like I enjoy things. I enjoy material things. I enjoy non-material things. But I, it's very rarely that you see. Oh, Calvin wants a specific thing, right? This is the one thing that I'm like. I would really like to have, right? So, so let's 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 go. Let's take a a gander back into how my day has been. Right. So, I've been trying to get this PS5. You know what I'm saying? I try to wait out, and part of it is my mistake because I missed the pre-order because I was broke when the pre-orders came out. I had no, no bread, and plus, my, my I treat every technological technological event the same way. I ain't trying to be in the first wave. I treat, it the way you <laughs> niggas tre- I treat it the way you niggas treat the vaccine. I ain't trying to be in the first way. Um, like, like, get the bugs out. So, for example, iOS 14, I, uh, I, just, uh, I just updated my iOS to 14.3. I was still on 13. You know what I mean? The only reason I updated it to 14 was because I had to because of this Apple Watch that I, I now am like older of. And it, it wouldn't let me pay every Apple Watch to the phone until I updated my shit. So Wait, me, I'm so
1: sorry. Rewind, what'd you say?
0: So basically, I generally weigh out updates because I want it to get
1: the bugs out. No, 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 out. no, 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 no. We caught that part. Right. What you, well, we can- what you conveniently gloss over is you're the new owner of a what?
0: A watch made by Apple.
1: Oh, so niggas got an Apple watch for Christmas. Birthday. <laughs> I don't know, Calvin. you shit a little... Is it was and, it a birthday present or a Christmas present?
0: You got to ask the person who got it for me, and you know oh. the person who got it for me. So you, you should ask Listen, person.
1: You gotta give my bitch her motherfucking flowers. What well, else? A five hundred dollar goddamn watch. You wearing your goddamn PS five, Calvin?
0: Now, but this distracts from the actual point I was trying no,
1: to make. No
0: bit. Nope. Nope. Uh huh. <sighs> Catch yourself. Catch yourself. i, I ain't yeah, with your I little did. friends. i ain't with your little <laughs> friends. <laughs> With respect <laughs> to my name, all right, madam.
1: <laughs> nope. uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not gonna do that. You are wearing the motherfucking PS5, Calvin.
0: But I didn't. So what? Again, Ali, Sometimes I feel like you listen to respond and don't listen to what I'm saying. I never. So I said right, and I even I gave the proper thing for this gift. I wasn't something I expected. I didn't expect to get it, right? So I was so I like I was like shocked. I'm you know, on a low. But fake me, nigga. not even fake humble. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" Me and this and beloved had a conversation about the PS5 a couple months ago, where she told me in no uncertain terms, "Boy, like, fuck
1: you." That's exactly these, what she said.
0: These jokes on the timeline are cute, nigga. However, the way you know what I mean, I don't see that in the cards right now. You know what I mean? Because She was real with you about it. We we in the middle of the pan pizza. You know what I mean? So I can't, you know what I mean? Everybody money, and I'm not saying nobody broke. Like, don't, like, I'm not putting nobody, like, but, you know, everybody money a little different right now because niggas have other priorities. And so.
1: Me telling you that I ain't got it does not mean I'm broke. It means that I'm not spending it on you.
0: And that's kind of what she told me. She was like, look, I could, however, Mm -mm. I won't. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to. Yeah. By <laughs> so, the way,
1: listen, it don't matter how you hear no, it's no.
0: That's what it was. She was like, I could. If if maybe in a alternate the universe I would. However, <laughs> it's not.
1: Now you wish and, you had all five infinity stones, huh? <laughs> Figure out which one, which alternate universe you feel me? Well, yet,
0: nigga, which alternate, <laughs> which alternate <laughs> end, <which laughs> ending? Nigga, I will Doctor the strangers entire shit. keep fucking with me.
1: Woo! But excuse but, me, I'm finna light my weed. Now, I promise this episode won't be like last one because I, I will, yeah. I
0: will, I will hop through the phone and <laughs> strangle you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but again. It, context means everything so she was like in her head she thought Nigga, i'm already getting you this watch i'm not gonna get you this watch and this ps5 like suck suck my proverbial dick and i and i understood that i understand like i was like all right cool but back to my story madam so you got it was on i've been on this road to ps5 for a minute you know what i'm saying i missed I miss the pre-orders because i was broke and also i never want to get the first of any new software because they haven't worked out the bugs for real, for real. Like Fair. shit, shit might fuck up. You know what I mean? So, and we're still in the first way, but it's also it's like you, we'll restock. You know what I mean? May have some improvements, may have some a little bit better situation. Cool, 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 cool. And plus, you know what I'm saying? Between you know, I have the money for it. Like I have the money to get it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's through debit card, credit card, I have. I, it's not like. I, I could purchase this ps and still be able to pay my bills, right? Cool. Let's get it five minutes. So I follow a couple accounts who try to keep me updated on these alerts of drops, whether it's through PlayStation Direct or other sources. Because, you know what I'm saying, these drops go fast. Like. And so today, so, so Best Buy announced, we're recording on Tuesday, Best Buy announced late Sunday Early Monday that they're dropping today. They're, they're dropping their next stack of PS5 today. They said that it'll be dropping, they said at some point, again, they're good for it, and they said the drop will start at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So a nigga like me, I was I, who I was looking for the shit with a flashlight, you know what I'm saying, in the daylight, you know what I mean? Um, so I was ready at 8 30. Like, I was ready to go, had the shit pulled up, had my, make sure my account information was straight at 8.30. Nine o'clock comes. I'm ignoring work Teams messages.
1: Listen, anything that ain't that PS5. I
0: ain't got it right now. Like, I'm ignoring that because I'm like, look, nigga, I'll be damned. I already feel this type of way. But I'll be damned if I miss out on this shit because I had to be at a goddamn Zoom meeting and no, no. So over here, just wait. This is coming soon, coming soon. I'm waiting, I'm refreshing, coming soon, coming soon. I'm waiting, I'm refreshing, coming soon. coming soon, coming soon. And this goes on, and I'll make a long story short. For three hours, they're literally like, Neh. like literally three hours, and it's, 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 it's the same shit. And so we're like, oh. You niggas playing off our emotions and our time. Heard you. So at like one, maybe 1.30, Um, you know they finally they finally put them in stock. I'm again watching it like a hawk. I ba- like I'm, well, I'm telling you, like I barely moved from where I was today because I'm watching it like a hawk. Bet. cool. I listen. I got multiple tabs open. I got my laptop open. I got my phone open. It's an app open. We working. You know what I'm saying? Cool. And so what so what happens, you know, what I'm saying, you know, again, to make a long story short, the bots totally fuck up Best Buy's website. We're talking like they put Best Buy's website and website in a headlock and make that motherfucker cram. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we crowded, you'll be, you know, be back soon. All types of shit. And, you know. You get tantalizingly close where it's like, nigga, I had this motherfucker in my cart ready to check out. Matter of fact, I was trying to, I was doing so much trying to get this checked out. At one point, they put two of them bitches in my cart. And I was like, ooh, can I put this thousand dollars on here? Let me, you know, I made the mistake of hesitation because I was like, I don't know if I could just charge this thousand dollars on my shit right now. You could have you know, charged
1: a thousand dollars and resold that, but then that would have make you that would have turned you into literally a nigga despise.
0: you, you so, either die, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Because
1: I'd have been a villain.
0: And listen, I regret it. Right, I regret it. It's like so. It, you remember the movies where like the good guy got the bad guy in his grasp and he mm-hmm. got the gun to the nigga head and he just hesitates for a minute because that's not like him, right? And in that moment of hesitation some weird shit having Next thing you know, like the bad guys hit me tackled tackle the nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? All types of shit success, right? That's how I felt because I'm, tr- by the time I try to remove one of them out of my car, up again, Trying to, you know, I don't need both. I need one. And also, again, it tr- I have enough money to buy one PS5 and be straight. Nigga buying two PS5s, that's when you start putting your puttie in the question. So, by the time I do that, you know, it, it, was, it was slow. But also, what made me mad was it, what Best Buy did was they, they online only for in-store, in-store pickup. That's how they tried to the combat the box, right? Online order, order in-store pickup. The app, literally, I'm trying to change stores to get to the store that's in stock. The app's not letting me. I'm on the laptop. App's like, but in the store, I'm clicking it. It's, it's, just you know, just all types of bad. And I'm just like, so, so that happens, and this happens around I, They finally go out of stock around 245. Mind you, I have been up and active and ready for this shit since 830 but wait <laughs> there's more. Walmart comes in and was like, hey, we're about to drop our PS5 at 3pm and I'm like, nigga say last Cool I got you So I make sure my Walmart account information is good too, you feel me? I got that, I, got, I have the cre- credit card information already loaded in that bitch. So I ain't got to retype it out. Again, trying to do everything so I can get in and get the fuck out. Heard you. So, you know, at, when I tell you at 3 o'clock, I refreshed, And it was already sold out of stock by 3.01. Nigga. Like, it couldn't have been less than a minute. I'm like, word? Heard you. But Walmart says no, we released them in Waves. So they released mm. at 3.20, 3.30. 340. I mean, that's no, kind of no, smart. But here, 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 here's a couple things here. One, mm. I get so close on the Walmart drop, I literally put in my three-digit numbers on the back of the credit card.
2: Thought you had you to through,
0: it. Put it in there. Make sure they tried to ship it to my old address at first. Make sure they had the new one. Make sure that. Hey, I don't live there no more. Don't ship that there. Hey, ain't nobody gonna be there. I was gonna be there if you ship it, but I would prefer not to pull up on random strangers and be like, hey, you got my shit. Cool. By the time I get there, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how to stop, man. So, so here's, so what I tell you, this The level of, of, of disappointment, right? And it's also, and it's also a, a microcosm of how I felt about this year. is. I have a level of disappointment, and I, and while you want to be happy, you look around, and you see other people celebrating their wins, while you have we a gonna big, touch on that too. big old L, and you're like, I mean, yeah, like, good for you, but, like, that doesn't make me feel better. Like, I had to, like, you know what I'm saying? Again, all respect to this to this queen, so I'm, you know, I'm venting about it, and she's like, what? Did Walmart work for me? Nigga, I got my... Or she said something like, "Nigga, like I got my Xbox. I was like, hey, shout out to you. I I struck out on PS5s all day. She was like, you got to try Walmart. Best Buy Hold Me. I was like, nigga, I tried both. Walmart and Best Buy Hold Me. She was like, nigga, what? Like, Walmart works so well, I had a whole new account. I still got it. I was like, that doesn't make me feel better. So, like, I'm just like, I hear you. That doesn't really do much for me. Like, if you're trying to make me feel better, you are not doing it in in, in the correct manner. But, you know, understand. I got to take the L. Sorry. What this whole story is really about is reseller culture and pop culture. Right. That as someone who, if my feet were normal size, would, would be a sneakerhead, right? Like, I'm not a sneakerhead because they don't make sizes in store for my feet. <laughs> Everything I have to buy. You have to buy online. or have to Custom order. So it's really hard to just get the drops or walk into Foot Locker back when you could walk into Foot Locker and be like, let me pick up a, a, a shoe in a size I know you got. So, but I'm very aware, I'm very aware of the sneaker culture. I, I still have that God forsaken sneakers app on my phone. And I remember every Saturday at like 10.05 a.m., the tweets would come in about how niggas didn't hit niggas didn't win on the sneakers app i have won i won oh, all the times i just did the sneakers app i have won once on there and if we're talking a year i've won once on there um but i remember how all the non-sneakerheads, and I'm not saying it's a it's a male female thing or a man woman thing, but a sneakerhead non-sneakerhead thing. All the non-sneakerheads would come in every Saturday and be like, "Oh, your little app didn't 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 didn't, didn't show you love, huh?" Like just you know being petty, right? And I'm like, "Oh, look at the little look at the little sneakerhead disappointed," right? Because they hadn't experienced that emotion. Then the reseller, and mind you, once in and and Nike. And Yeezy is at fault, too, because they create these limited limited shits. They create the app and allow people coming in, you know what I'm saying, to to have a buy buy multiples, and then resell it for double and triple the price. Like, you know when Nike finally realized they had a bot pro, a bot problem, Alex? hmm So Nike, again, Nike's one of my a dream company to work for because you get all the perks. So Nike had an employee members-only sale, right? Like some high-end, exclusive shit that us commoners would
1: never get, right? <laughs> Calling me a commoner does not sit right with me, but I got you.
0: you but feel, basically, if you're not gang, you're not gang, right? Like, I mean, yeah. So, and then they realized when their shit sold out, the, the members-only shit sold out quicker than expected, they realized that some Nike employees... We're using bots to get the things they wanted.
1: It's like, spooky. That's spooky as fuck.
0: That's like... That's like you working at a restaurant and one of your employees is the one poisoning the food. <laughs>
1: so wait, how do you... You know what? Never mind. That, that's what? way too much of a complicated ass...
0: How do you make up... How do you do a bot? I don't know. I'm gonna I don't know.
1: Pe- but listen, if there is, any is, of our is, listeners is, out here it's, it's that want to bless me?
0: It's, a, it's, a, it's coding. So you need, like, an engineering type, like a computer engineer. It's, it's, no it's code. It's coding. So, like, literally, it's a code that you run on, on, your, on, your, on your computer that kind of just, in a very crude sense, goes through all of the checkout shit for you super fast. Like, milliseconds fast. So it it tries to simulate human interaction, like super super quick, like that. Right. So that's what in again our tech our technologically savvy listeners can probably explain it better than I do. But that's kind of what it is. So I remember. So 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 that's how Nike found out it finally had a bot problem. And may it may want to introduce something to try to remedy that. You know, not that niggas have been complaining about it for years and how we've told you that the sneaker game is fucked up because of these corny ass white kids from fucking suburbia coming in and either buying up the grails or because they have enough money. Cause you know, mommy's a lawyer and daddy's a doctor to just go on stock X and pay some sub- obscene prices for these. Um, We've told you about, even in the raffles, that like, unless you knew somebody who knew somebody, that you probably wouldn't even get the raffles. We told you about mm-hmm. this. Right. You ain't listening until it came knocking on your door, and literally. But my point is, I remember all how non-sneakerheads made fun of the sneakerheads for, for their frustration in dealing with the new game, And then the tailfare drop happened.
1: Mm, can, I, can I touch on that real quick? Because I have experience with the Telfar drop, okay? Go ahead. So, back when Telfar started really picking up steam, one of my homegirls was like, yeah, we should cop Telfar bags. It's black on luxury, yada, yada, yada. I said, you know what? I treat this like I treat everything else. I look into it. It fell to the back of my mind. And narrator, she never looked into it, right? So, then I start really, like, seeing, okay, maybe this is some shit I should pay attention to. By the time I went to go buy my first Telfar bag, they were sold out. And I'm like, shit, okay, run it up, black-owned business. Boom. So then I signed up for the emails, and they were like, all right, well, when we do the next product drop, be on top you're, of it. You'll
0: know. You'll know.
1: The red bag comes out. And I'm like, oh, that's tough. It wasn't necessarily the colorway that I wanted, but shit, you can start adding to the collection. You know what I mean? So I'm literally sitting in the nail salon. I have got the the, app, the, the website pulled up. The bag, I'm looking, looking, looking. The website opens up, it's 9 a.m. boom, 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 boom. Excuse me, it was 10 a.m. Boom. I'm like, got it. It's in my cart. I'm putting in my credit card number. I hit submit and the bag was sold out. Do you know I cried? Well, y'all know I cried. I'm gonna cry, baby. But yeah, the fuck? That's when I knew that there is something amiss. And I'm I'm gonna be honest. It should not be easier for me to get a pair of Louboutins that are triple the price of a Telfar bag than it is for me to get a Telfar bag.
0: Now, now here, so, yeah, experience the same thing, right? And then a lot of the same people who were kind of making fun of sneakerheads felt that pain for the first time. And all the sneakerheads was like, first time here, we got cookies in the back. Like, mm-hmm. like the sneakerheads have already accepted that any pair of ones or any really, really new release that they want, they're not gonna get a retail price. Like, we have some homies who got big enough bread that they that they just wait for it to go on side X because it they'll pay that extra just to save the hassle. Like because they got that type of bread. Uh I ain't gonna name no names. Y'all know who y'all are and um my cash app will be in the bio for my birthday present. Appreciate you. Um <laughs> <laughs> but so, but that's kind of, it. Was kind of like a oh, this is what y'all been dealing with. Now, I will give credit to Telfar because Telfar is still a relatively new business, relatively small. I mean, it's big, but it's not Nike. You, know what, you see what I'm saying? But they
1: also did what they needed to do.
0: That's I was. Sorry. I'm getting. I was getting there. You, Sorry. You know what I mean? And so what Telfar did was they heard the cries. They heard everybody being pissed off. And what they did, because they realized they probably couldn't combat the bot itself, what they did was they made their bags, and correct me if I'm wrong, pre-order.
1: So, no. You're not wrong, but let me explain the program because as a participant in this program, it was genius. So what Telfar said was that fuck, fuck the... Fuck that culture. Literally. They're not... They said this is Their business model was, if you want one, you can have one, period. You got the money to pay for a bag. We want you to have a bag. And we're not going to allow resale culture or bots or anything interfere with the from us to us, from the people. Like it was a FUBU model for us, by us. And if you want it, you can have it. And we, and I shout out to Black women again, but- We, even as black women, we decided that we're not going to buy a resold bag, especially because a lot of resellers are white people. Let's be honest. And I'm not saying that niggas ain't out here, like, involved in the game either. But when you start talking into tech and bots and that kind of shit, them are white folks. Mm -hmm. They are white folks, okay? We know that if I were to go buy a Telfar bag, resold Telfar bag. I would absolutely be buying this from a white man, which defeats the purpose in my head of supporting a black old business.
0: And I want also my money to paying, go directly where and, it
1: belongs.
0: And also you you will be paying a upchart because resellers exactly. don't resell unless they can make a profit off it. So you're exactly. not paying retail prices. You know what I mean? So yeah, go tell tell them more about the program because I, I didn't All wasn't right, in so the telephone.
1: So oh no, I absolutely did. My bag will be delivered this week. Hello. But um the thing, here's how it worked so for a day they gave you 24 hours to go online and you could buy honestly as many bags as you could afford and it was guaranteed that you will get your bag between december 15th and january 15th okay right and right around the holiday season right excuse me so um you got, you went and bought, bought your Telfar bag and it was guaranteed that you would get your bag guaranteed no bullshit nothing now, the only red, like, not even red flag, but the only um, thing was that it's non-refundable at that point because your bag is coming to you. So they told you if you're not 100% sold um, or you're not 100% that you want this bag, do not purchase it because once you give us your money, we're not giving it back. It's going to be too complicated to refund an order that's already in queue at this point. And when I tell you them niggas got hit hard. I didn't look up. Of course, I don't know if there's any data or information regarding about what their sales were or what's projected. But I know a lot of us participated in that program because it was smart. It's smart. Now, do you have to wait a little bit for your bag? Yes. Am I waiting for my bag? Absolutely. But at least I know that I have one coming. I supported a brand that I've, I've been watching for a while now. And I know the quality is going to be there because these niggas took time to make sure that I got my bag. And while they have this, this, this guaranteed Telfar bag program, they still continue to do other drops the entire time. So, shout out to them. No, seriously, on top of that, they've had amazing, the amazing fashion shows, like amazing products. They're dropping more than just bags. They've got clothes. They've got boots. They've got literally. them. They are in, excuse the pun here, but they're in their bag. And it looks. It, the I, only I'm thing
0: so that good. the only thing that zones me out about Telfar is that their logo looks like Kevin Gamble's logo. It but does. that's it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the nigga Tevin Gamble looking at shit. Like, can we talk? We need to talk. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly extremely,
1: okay. I'm proud of that.
0: So, so, so yeah. So Telfar saw a problem, remedied the problem, right? Um, a lot, of, a lot of these other businesses have, what they, some businesses have, have tried to institute captures. So for those who aren't aware of what a CAPTCHA is, that pretty much you know, that shit that you have to click the little, the little squares to where there's a car, or you have to click the little check mark. It's mm-hmm. basically trying to, I don't really know the science behind it with this but it's basically saying like to prove you're a real person, right? So PlayStation Direct has a cube. And they have a caption. And so they're trying to, again, assume that only real people get it. That's all of that. So if Best Buy was trying to do online for pickup in-store, that would be had to assume that you're a real person. But what I'll say is Walmart really fucked fucked up here. Because not only did they go out like that, like the stock went out crazy quick, they oversold. So people were, who, who thought they got the, their PS5 was, were, was getting emails like later like, hey, um, due to some quantity errors, we had to cancel your order. Like now, I'm knocking on wood because if that didn't happen to me, I could only imagine how I would feel. I'm sorry,
1: who did that happen to?
0: Walmart. So, so what, what Walmart, where Walmart fucked up, up like a lot was not only did their stock go out super quick, but they try to do it in waves, but they oversold. So, what? So, so people were getting. <laughs> I feel like
1: I'm going to be, like, be making that sound a lot while you explain this resale culture because I'm not getting involved. If I can't and, uh, yeah, get what so when I want, lemme, when lemme, I
0: want lemme, it, I'm lemme, not Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me uh, finish it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not, so they oversold. So, people who got the, who got the confirmation, who thought they got their PS5. Then receive the email from Walmart, maybe two minutes later, however many minutes later, basically saying, basically saying like, hey, due to some quantity issues, we, we actually don't have that inside. We got to cancel your order. After you thought you would have got the shit. So put it like this. Imagine you're in that nail salon ordering your, real t- your red bag and you get the confirmation email, but you got it. And then while and then while the nail lady is working on your cuticles or working on your toes, you get another email saying,
1: <laughs> it's like I lied."
0: How would you yeah. feel? Oh, I'm fighting. Exactly. So so here's so here's where again, you have you you got to kind of take a stand against retail culture. I don't look eBay again. You know I'm a stats guy. eBay. Has a, the stats on you know last month or so where how much Xboxes and PS5s are selling? And let me tell you, let me let me let me tell you, let me give you these numbers with the context that the current PS5 retail is five hundred dollars for Woo! the di- for the for the disc for the disc version and four hundred dollars for the digital version, which is like it doesn't have, you can't put a disc in it; everything has to be downloaded. It's a little less. Desirable, but still, you know, dope. e according to eBay, the median, so the so the fifty fifty percentile, PS Five disc sold for a thousand and thirty one dollars on eBay, and the digital version sold for nine hundred and thirty seven dollars
1: oh, on average. No,
0: on eBay now. Eat my dick. Mind you, retail is 500 to 400. You're selling them for a and 950.
1: Eat my dick.
0: Now, and I feel, even though I know I'm frustrated with the PS5 and everybody knows I'm frustrated, I have done a very poor job this year of hiding my frustrations. I can own that. There's two things I know. One, it'll be a cold day in hell before I give anybody. A thousand goddamn dollars for this PS Five. That don't. If I give you a thousand dollars for a PS Five, that fucking better come with games, a contro- controllers. Fucking, it better, it better fix my credit. It better, it better make me waffles. It, it better be an air fryer. <laughs> a lot of shit gotta happen for that to be worth a thousand bucks. In secondly,
2: so-
1: go ahead.
0: I feel really bad. Because I'm an I'm a, I'm a almost 29-year-old black man, and I'm buying it for myself. I feel really bad for the parents who are trying to buy it for their kids.
1: Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Tag me in. <laughs> All right.
0: I told you, if you let me, if you let me work, I'll get, I'll, I'll get it there where you can, you know what I'm saying? I told you, you, you got to let me work.
1: Tag me in. Okay. So, kiddo has requested a PS5 for Christmas. Now the answer was no. I knew that when he asked me in June, the answer was gonna be no. I knew it was because a, not that he didn't deserve it, he absolutely does.
0: But b, but b,
1: Uncle Calvin, doing...
0: Uncle Calvin might look a kid. all like, hey, fam, you'll be all right. You, you, you got a long time ahead of you. Just dust this off.
1: You'll be okay when the swelling goes down.
0: Just, you'll then, be okay, but Uncle Calvin's getting ready to borrow the PS five. He's <laughs>
1: gonna, You're gonna be at my house every day.
0: <laughs> Listen, when I say borrowed, I mean that he could come over to my house to play it.
1: <laughs> Nigga, you lost
0: your fucking mind.
1: <laughs> so I said no. If it had to come out of my pockets, I'm not doing that right now. I'm not even gonna stress over Christmas. I the, Christmas is my favorite holiday, but it's also the holiday I stress over the absolute least. I'm not doing it. Nope, never have, never will. I've never watched my parents stress over Christmas. It's never. I'm not doing that. Right. So, but then, of course, my son being very smart, i.e. calculated, he knows that if he really wants something to get done, he's going to take it to my mama. And that's exactly what he did. So, of course, my mother is in my ear. Well, you know, he really wants that PS five, And I figured that if we go half on it, it'd be feasible. So this is what I told her, because I'm standing on the note. I stood on it. I said, mom, I'll make you a deal. I'll half with you if you can actually get it before Christmas. She said, oh, okay. Not realizing that it's the bot. It's everything you just talked about. Yeah, she has like, no idea yeah, what she's up Yeah, like,
0: it's an it's a no evil, evil, evil game if you don't know the game.
1: Evil. No idea what she's up against. So I said, I'll bite. Why not? So I said, if you can actually secure it and get it before Christmas, I will go half with you. If you can't, he's going to have to wait. And when I say wait, The first of the year is not, that's, uh-uh. Honestly, and so
0: so what um, what it's looking like is that for the majority, because a lot of people are discouraged. You're discouraged when you try and you try and you just get nowhere, right? It's It's a natural thing. A lot of people are now probably going to try to wait until it's something they can walk in the store, get off the shelves, and walk out. Like... I think you got to understand, because with COVID, also, you can't really camp out and congregate in, a, in front of a Best Buy safely, or a Walmart, or a game. You know what I mean? Like, I, like there's been GameStop bundles where I was literally, the person in front of me got the last PSI, and I literally was doing a, a, an embarrassingly high speed limit, heading to Newport. To get to because they because they because they, uh, they announced it, busted down four seventy one. Literally, the parent in front of me. I couldn't be mad because it was a black woman, but the parent in front of me literally got the last one. I was like, "You got to be fucking." Good. And so, you understand that, like, and so, mind you, as a parent, you know what I mean. Especially as a parent, this is this is a lot of people's first rodeo with the bot because yes, for sneakerhead culture, and yes, for telfrab, but. Game console has the lowest common it's the it's the everyone knows about the game console. Like your kid probably wants a PS5 if you don't want a PS5. So right. this is a lot of people's first foray into the reseller bot culture. And it's getting spooky. Like I've watched I watched some bot resellers on my timeline and I got so heated I couldn't but they ain't know me. They was they was talking to a nigga I also didn't know, but I follow about like how they when they gonna plan on selling it. How they wait for the Christmas panic and it took everything in me just to be like, nigga, fuck you. But I don't like, I don't know that nigga. I can't really just go in that nigga mention and be like, nigga, fuck you. But I see you, y'all not
2: going to heaven. <laughs> Continue.
1: And that's the other part about it, right? I mm.
0: I got another comment. okay.
1: Nope, hold on. Hold go on.
0: Go ahead, cause I have a getting... comment about like if you if if, if you're trying to really create a hustle off of reselling, there's more ethical ways to do it. I mean, go,
2: invest
0: it. In, go invest in like the stock market. or or You know what I mean? It's, cause it, it, that, it's that
1: was part of it. My part about it was a little bit more personal, and I'm trying to figure out a way how to say this shit without letting the chopper completely ring off. And But there's no you, way for me to do uh, that. You so said it here. was
0: our last episode. And you oh yeah, going,
1: okay. Calvin let me off the leash. It's up. Some of you niggas buying PS5s and I know that you don't do enough for your children are fucking trifling. There I said it. And especially because there was one that in particular that came across my timeline that I had to hit my homegirl up. And I said, if you want me to rob that nigga, we absolutely can. Because how the fuck do you have 600 plus for a, a game system and not for your child in a consistent manner? Now, getting your child consistently is one thing, but not making sure that you're providing for them on the day to day level is absolute bullshit. And I know for a fact that you're not doing that. I know for a fact with this person's, with, with your parent partner, the way that they have to make one plus one equal two for your child every day, but you have money for a PS5 and didn't blink to post it is not only trifling as fuck, it's irresponsible. And I don't give a fuck. I put it on the timeline today. If she wanted to whoop your ass, I would ride out right now. I'd be on 71 as we speak if she said it's up. Because Matter- it's absolutely of fact. And it's absolutely disrespectful. I said it. And to be honest with you, I'm going to be real. Because my, even my son's father came to me. He said, um, I know the boys want a PS5. I'm going to get one for my house so that they have something when they're over here. That, okay. I don't care about all that. Because I know that when it comes to the finances for kiddo, he got broke off. He's already been taken care of. Cool. You handle what you squared away, whatever responsibilities and obligations you have with me. And then you decided to do whatever you wanted to do on your end. Beautiful. That's literally like watching a nigga flex while they owe you money. Crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. So some of you niggas, if y'all baby mamas hit me up and they want to, and it's Robin season, I'm in the ski mask, nigga. Bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. How many licks are we gonna hit? It's up.
2: Couple things. One, madam. All right.
0: Um, a lot of what, because uh, there are some tweets and deleting going on, and I missed half of it, but now. I didn't. You, <laughs> you have filled in the missing puzzle pieces. One, two. For all of you who wish to rob your 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 baby dads because they're not doing what they need to do for the child, but they own a PS Five, I would like to humbly submit my name as the recipient of said robbing,
2: <laughs> um,
1: Calvin.
0: If you are maybe- going.
1: I'm
0: going you, in for the PS5, but I'm coming out with a lot more stuff. If you are, listen, all, all I care about. I'll take is, it out your ass. I all care. I care about is, <laughs> listen, and here's how I know I'm not a good person. I was in the barbershop, right? I'm getting, I'm getting my hair cut. And young homie, young homie, like, he had to be maybe a freshman, at most a sophomore high school. He talking about. He got his PS5. I'm in the chair. I'm in the chair. He talking about he got his PS5. And, like, I'm still somewhat of a good person because I rebuked it immediately. But, like, for a split second, the, I should rob this nigga, came into my head and I felt terrible. Because I was like, I don't really, this nigga got a PS5? I go, let me find out. And I was like, bad couch, bad, bad, no. No, <laughs> No. And I, so I just, again, trying to be honest, like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I, gonna be, I didn't, I wasn't going to seriously do it, but I thought about it for like a split second. I'm like, I don't really wrong with this nigga right now. <laughs> and yeah, um, so long story short, it, it just, just the culture and a lot of things, only, and, and, and unless companies really try to do their best to combat it, it's only going to get worse for every single major event thing. Right? Because a lot of these people who can't read the stock market, too lazy to read the stock market, look at, they, they look at it as like an investment. Same way niggas who flip homes. Like, they're like, I'm going to buy for five. I'm going to sell it for a stack. And, and I'm going to make 500 off of it. And like, I feel you, but I don't feel you because at the end of the day, like, you are taking an opportunity away from someone else who wants it. It's not like flipping homes. When you flip a home, it's not like you, you don't, you don't buy someone's home without their consent. Right? Like the homes that you're you're buying are either someone sold it to you because they didn't necessarily recognize the value or it's vacant. Right. You don't Christopher Columbus, someone's home and then flip it. That's not, that's not what flipping homes are. With the reseller culture, you're buying extra that you know you don't need, and you know someone else who does need or want. These are all wants, by the way. Let me let me, let me recenter. I don't need a PS5. I don't need a new ones. I don't need, you don't need a Telfar bag, but you want those things. And especially in the shit year that has been 2020, sometimes our wants really matter to us because it's a little sense of joy in the midst of the bullshit. So you take right. something that you know someone else wants, On purpose, that you know you don't want or need in order to make a profit, you niggas are really are 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 capitalistic stands without the capital. You niggas listen, you you niggas, you niggas have all the audacity of Gordon Gecko, but make the same amount of money as the Gecko fucking Gecko. Like, you niggas,
1: the Geico (laughs) Gecko, the Geico Gecko,
0: you niggas think you big meat and Larry Hoover, but you can't for a before the goddamn Hoover vacuum. like I'm going to tell just... you something.
1: And this is just off top and you can apply this to whatever the fuck you choose to apply to. The poorest niggas I know are rich financially but piss poor because they neglect their fucking kids. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The hill that I'm always going to die on is that, and I'm not saying that all baby mamas are right. They're not. I'm going to be honest with you. I have done some petty shit as a baby mama because I got fed the fuck up. Yes, sir. But,
0: it's a it's a spooky it's a spooky time, man.
1: Spooky, bro. And I'm not lying. And I'm not gonna listen. Y'all lucky. I didn't see the shit. Like, no excuse. Me. I did see it. You lucky? I had self control and I didn't go off the way that I wanted to because me and Shorty speak very candidly about her frustrations in this particular situation. And I I really it's it's, not-
0: it's, it's 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 and let me tell you, it's one of the worst kept secrets in in, in, in on the timeline. Like it's terrible. M- it multiple other people who don't have n- no connection to 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 me, you, or or the person in question hit me on on the same type of shit, and it hurt, and it hurt because it's like, damn, bro, like I really That's thought you bullshit. weren't like that. Like I really thought That's you wasn't. Bullshit.
1: Now, but you know what? And I hate to sound really cliche, right? But everything comes to surface. Everything. Every everything everything, you don't because niggas don't think you didn't think about that dude. You didn't think about how it looked. You didn't think about how it makes people around you feel. It was not only just and nigga, you already got it. At this point, we know it's coming. We know it's on the way. But and I won't even sit here and say that you ain't gonna have nobody to play with or none of giving my ball back or that playground bullshit. No, because y'all niggas are absolutely going to continue to talk to him. Y'all can continue to be his friend, knowing good and damn well that he's not doing what the fuck he's supposed to be doing. Now, mind you, I didn't comment on the kind of parent he is. I didn't comment on the relationship he has with his kid, because honestly, that's none of my business, and I'd be way out of line. But from what I understand, and what I'm being told, and what the work, like you said, it confirms the worst kept secret on the timeline. We know, we know, it's one thing for me to know, it's another thing for me to be able to prove. And you put it out there for everybody to see and everybody to confirm. So, Wong, you go ahead, real clown girl shit. Go ahead, stupid.
0: You, you just there's there's certain tweets that you just see and you just know there's a whole hell of a lot of backstory. Like if yeah. if, if there's there are certain people you just hit if you just, if you just tweet a lol, went like, oh, fuck god damn it what happened
1: baby <sighs> it wasn't lol it was a paragraph of lol and O. Right? I, I,
0: I, no I, listen listen i was trying to be a little more cordial because we nope. all know man so The last just, episode
1: of the year Cal, was, we could honestly talk shit for three hours it's
0: it, it, last episode it of was year.
1: literally
0: lmao <laughs> <laughs> i was just like and, I, and been, mind you, I'm so in the midst of trying to get this PS5, and I don't even... I, like, I see it, but I just immediately, like, move past it because I'm trying to refresh, like, six different apps. And I didn't even put two and two together until really right on the air on why that was, you know, the person in question. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking it could be about a, a, a plethora of things because... Sure, sure right. be niggas be pissing shorty off you feel me and so I'm thinking it could be a plethora of things about a plethora of situations you feel me because I'm like you know again that ain't my business unless someone chooses to make it my business you feel me and, I, and I'm not going to tiptoe my way in women's business like that because that's a low it's a low it's a low reward high risk situation I'm like oh but I, I see it I can see them I'm, like, uh, I'm like ooh 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 it, it it part of me like, what happened? Who did it? And then you're just like,
1: Ugh. nah And then once you find out,
0: yeah.
2: it's wild.
1: It's a lot wilder. Because
2: like because
1: everything ties together.
0: Cause we talked about it all the time. Right. <laughs> I'm getting he's giving me advice I'm like, hey bro, make sure you do I'm like <sighs> Mm-mm. Oh man. Oh man. Take care take care of Like it's just it I know I, it's not I'm not saying it's not that difficult because and being a,
1: my nigga, you got more a, than one out here
0: that you allegedly
1: don't talk about, that nobody knows about. Actually, be, no. As a matter of fact, no. There's one we know about, there's one that we know about, and then there's some, allegedly some mystery, maybe.
0: <laughs> no, listen, listen this nigga, this nigga got the uh the blank Uno card.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Moving on.
0: Please. Please. Moving please.
1: on. So, listen. Calvin, let me tell y'all something. When me and Calvin agree about Lizzo, that's how I know you niggas fucked up. Facts. That's Facts. how I know you niggas fucked up. Because when,
0: I, when, when, when I'm like, ooh, I ain't have to do that. Like, Calvin, would you
1: like to explain to the people why we agree?
0: Yes. So, everyone's favorite Bird Lizzo, <laughs> I love
1: um, Lizzo. All she is is herself, and you niggas hate it. All she, that, bro, she's herself, authentically. You can say and, what you I want. Don't you don't like, have to like it. You don't have to like it. You don't. I can but like. She
0: yeah, listen. Okay, she's authentically herself. Cool, great. A hundred grand salute. But we know some people who are not famous who are their authentic selves, and we don't like them, motherfuckers. <laughs> you feel me? Like You can be yourself authentically and I can look at who you are authentically and be like, eh, I'm cool. So that's where I am with, 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 with one Lizzo. But that's not the point of what I'm saying. So, Lizzo um, has always been very open and honest about her body. How she feels, how she how, how it looks. Open and honest will we agree. So, mm-hmm. Lizzo recently, I guess, documented her doing a 10 day juice cleanse on Instagram, right? On its surface, no big deal, right? Hella celebrities be promoting these juice cleanses and detoxes and whoopty whoops and what the fucks, right? No big deal. Lizzo's a celebrity. She got millions of followers on Instagram. Run of the mill. Cool? Cool. <laughs> Not so much. So, at first, I'll, again, what, one thing I think a lot of you motherfuckers could stand to learn in 2020 and 2021 is when you don't like something or someone, you don't have to be involved in who they are or what they do. Right. It's okay to ignore them because otherwise you're just pissing yourself off.
1: Things that I don't like don't exist.
0: I, so I'm over here in, in, in the chatterhouse house, in clubhouse, and I see a room that's just entitled Lizzo Why? And so I'm like, I hop in there for a minute and I see on the panel, on the stage, again, how do I say this in a a bunch of body positive, bigger women, right? Like, I look through off the stage and it's it's only them, and I think it's like one or two men or like skinnier women. And I I mean that in the most respectful way, but I don't know how else to like set set a stage here. And so I see, and they're talking about just being body positive and, 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 and diet culture and like, you know what I'm saying, and how so that's how I figured out what happened to Lizzo, because then I go to Twitter, I'm like okay, well, what the fuck did Lizzo do? That There's a room on Cliphouse called Lizzo, why? I see, oh, she did the juice cleanse. So, so, <coughs> right. so, So now you have people, the same people who are championing Lizzo all of her career are now calling Lizzo toxic because say she's promoting diet culture. Say the people who are encouraging her or supporting her and watching documenting this are fatphobic, and it is very much documented on this here platform. I am not Lizzo's biggest fan, and I do not mean that in any sort of funny way. I just she don't make music for me. I don't really see it for her personality. It is what it is. But I also understand that Lizzo. My criticisms of Lizzo, she could be skinny. That, in between, I would still have the same criticism of Lizzo. A lot of people don't can't say that. And I understand that Lizzo gets a lot. And so, we've, we've all seen Lizzo get these comments about her weight, these comments when she's, you know, doing these naked, semi-naked photos on Instagram, This Fat, and the Third. We've all seen that. But now, when Lizzo's doing a juice cleanse, and she's not even, like, doing some crazy super extreme situation she's doing like a detox the other side of the coin is now saying that she's toxic and, and trash because she's promoting diet culture and it feels like to me Lizzo can't win either way because it's like you have one side of the coin who, who talks shit about her because she's fat and, and say she's promoting beef and unhealthiness and all that other shit you have another side of the coin who when, when she does one juice cleanse say that she's toxic and promoting diet culture she's not body positive and I'm just like and I'm gonna take your point now. We didn't talk about this but I feel like this is your point. Neither one of those times did Lizzo A. ask for nigga's opinion. B. say she was standing for anything or standing in, in the place of anything besides right. herself. And then niggas and niggas is gender neutral body neutral, all of that, on both sides of the coin, projected their own insecurities onto her. Big and small. Both projected their
1: insecurities on Lizzo, and Lizzo ain't do shit besides be a lovable bird that y'all like. That's literally one of my points, but yes. So, tag me and Cal.
0: You got it, because I really, I've talked too much about Lizzo in my contract. My, <laughs> con- my contract says I can't talk that much about Lizzo, so you go ahead.
1: I'm dead, but Hey, yes. The first part about it is because Lizzo is a bigger woman and that she's participated in a couple bird things, like you take her, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. You cannot separate the slander that Lizzo, uh, like she gets it just for existing. And it has a lot to do with fat shaming and fat phobia. And there is, colorism does play play a huge role in that. And I'm going to touch on Sabria here in a second. Okay? Okay. Not but, to,
0: uh, Okay.
1: I'm not, not that the two are related,
0: Yeah, that's I, I was like, I don't, like...
1: Not I was, that the I was two was are related. You.
0: I was with you in the Not you, that like, the
1: two are related, right? Not in my head. In my head, the two are complete... They are bigger women with two different and, kind of platforms.
0: And two different kind of body types, and also... No,
1: they don't, they don't have two different body types. Yes, they, do, they do. No, they don't, Calvin. They are both still full-figured bigger women. They absolutely what? are. Okay. They fall, so, they okay. Fall, let me finish. They fall into the same bigger, bigger figured category. They, they do. Now,
0: right? now, okay. Now, hear me Hold
1: on. on. I'm going to come full circle.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> like, I, there's different types of. Never mind. I almost said something. Ahead. That. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. So, I don't mean this being funny, but yes, they can, they can fall in the same category and still have different bodies. Just like there's, you could fall in the same type of car category and be a different car. And I'm not trying to compare them to cars and say they're biggest cars, but that's the only analogy that worked in my head. It was like, look, we, technically me and you both drive sedans, right? I drive an Apollo, you drive a Cruze. Those are two different cars that may look different, but they are technically in the same car category. Does that make sense?
1: That's my point.
0: So, so I think we're... Sit-
1: <laughs> but you can't sit here and say... That just because they're in the same category, but they look different, that the differences that they do have do not play a, a huge and important role in how they're both treated, because they do, Calvin. And to say that it's not related is naive.
2: Okay. So, let me,
0: I understand why they're treated differently, because of the differences. That they have, so I understand that, and I think that's that was the point I'm trying to make. I don't, I think we got hung up on the same body type, and I'm like, they may, they both, they both are plus size, full figure, whatever the phrase is, but they're treated differently because of their differences in that body type. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right, but that was the point I was making. They're treated differently because of a difference. I like driving in my Impala because it fits me. I hate driving in your Chevy Cruze because it doesn't. But they're the same type of car. Does that make sense?
2: hmm
0: That's what I was saying. I'm, I see your point. I just, that's what I was saying.
1: So, <coughs> we're going to come back to that, right? The other portion of this, right, is that, and... All right. Lizzo does some things that make us question. Uh, her personality makes us question some of the things she does, like that fucking Ashley shirt she wore to that goddamn game. To you know what I'm <coughs> Some of the things that let me take a sip of this goddamn tea. Goddamn. Listen, um,
0: you, you better smoking, not be I'm out. Mm, see mm-hmm, out here. Let's see. Listen. Sorry. Right. So, but smoking so okay. So well, there wait, are certain well. things okay, Lizzo does.
1: Right. Certain things Lizzo does that makes us question. Like okay, girl. Okay. Not only, and she makes music that you don't particularly like, and a couple other things. So it's easy for you to ignore Lizzo because she's not your cup of tea. Cool. That's what you're supposed to do to shit you don't like, right? The issue that I have here is that Lizzo is doing nothing but being herself. And she is championing nothing but being herself. And she's a a six-figure, full-figure black woman doing what the fuck she wants to do unapologetically. Some niggas buy into it. Some of us don't. You could literally just leave her alone. Also, the way that we criticize Lizzo for eating, right? Not only just for what she eats, how she eats it, what she consumes, when she consumes it. It's interesting how we do play that game with Lizzo and make it all about her weight when sweetie gets online and shows us that her diet is trash. And we think that it's so cute that this light-skinned, smaller woman gets online, nah, pops she, her acrylics off. me. me.
0: When Let she put barbecue finish. sauce on oysters. I was like,
1: nah, you, you bugging." Maybe she's done some trifling. She eats some trifling ass shit. And I like Sweetie. I absolutely like Sweetie. But the so girl, she, what I'm saying is that we think that Sweetie's eating habits are aesthetically pleasing because she's cute and quintessentially beautiful. She, like We don't question Sweetie's capabilities or beauty at all. Sweetie gets a pass for being a very, very mediocre rapper because she's cute and she's light-skinned. Meanwhile, and then she gets online, shows us that she eats complete bullshit, eats like trash while she's wearing a uh, close to nothing. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I like it. I, I think both women have a link. But it's just interesting to see. Not even interesting because we know what it is. You call the spade a spade, right? We know what it is. Sweetie has shown us that she eats like shit. And nobody bats an eyelid. As a matter of fact, we get views and raves and, and praises. Like, oh yeah, girl, I pop my acrylics off to eat my crab boils too. But then let Lizzo get online and y'all watch her smashing a fucking crab boil. Y'all be ready to call. Like, y'all become the carbohydrate fucking police. The carbohydrate Matter of police. fact, I don't, I,
0: seen, of I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think I've ever seen young Lizzo do anything like that because she knows how it would be received, right?
1: And like, Lizzo got online and, like did a, exactly and did like a mukbang we, did, oh, we uh, would listen, have a problem
0: fuck, first of all, most mukbangs are absolutely disgusting i don't know how i don't know how any of you niggas watch them yes i'm judging you no i don't give a fuck like you literally sit there sit pull turn on youtube on the big screen and then watch other random niggas eat a wasteful amount of food on camera i don't a, a, oh there's a lot of shit that has that niggas do, but I don't understand. I typically I, ignore it because it's not my business. But I'll just be questioning why.
1: All I'm saying is this. Just say that you've got an implicit bias and recognize it. You can say that Liz, if you have a problem with Lizzo doing a juice cleanse and have no issues with sweetie, you're, you have a bias you need to address.
0: And I think with the juice cleanse thing, I'll, I'll put it like this. The same people who were mad at her for doing the juice cleanse aren't the same people who would be mad at her if she had a crab boy, right? So that's why I felt bad. That's why I feel bad, not felt. It's she can't happening. win. Because it's like either side, because it was like just people who would be championing her if she chose to eat a cheeseburger or do a crab boy were the same people like kind of turning their backs on her when she did the juice cleanse. Like in that room it was a bunch of people like mad and not mad and like just reducing their emotions, but upset and confused and, and angry and, and disappointed that Lizzo was promoting this juice cleanse. I'm like, fam, like, what the fuck do you want to do? Listen, honestly, I'm maybe that's why I'm not famous yet because I would tell all y'all to stuff my day. And maybe so the that's other part, why
1: I'm not The other famous. portion about it is this, right? The other real like the, the part about it that kind of hit home for me is that in therapy we actually talked about my eating habits because I eat very. My relationship with food has always been very finicky, to say the least. I eat until I'm full. And what I consider full for other people is very small amount. Me and food, I just, I'm not a foodie. I've never been into food like that. I eat what I want, when I want it, how I want it. And then when I've had enough, even whatever enough looks like to me, I stop. There are times where I'll forget to eat. If it's just not convenient for me to go eat, I won't eat. And I hate rushing through meals because it gives me really bad indigestion. And then when I do decide to eat something, it's probably really late. I can't eat. I have to be awake a couple hours before I'm even, I'll even get an appetite. I don't understand the people who wake up hungry. I've never been that person. So if I need to eat, and I know for a fact I have to start eating before I go into work because it'll be hours before I'll get a break. And then whatever I choose to pick up for lunch is typically dinner for me because I don't eat. I don't, I won't have an appetite by the time I get off work. So I can go a day or two without eating and not realize it. That's unhealthy eating habits. But if you look at my size, right, because I'm a smaller woman, if you look at, you know, if you look at my size, you'll assume, okay, she's got it. She's, you'll assume healthy because you'll assume that small equates to healthy. And let me tell you something. I might have an eating disorder. <laughs> it's just not. You,
0: you, you said it, not me.
1: I might have an eating because of my relationship with food. And I know for a fact that I don't eat enough to sustain myself. Therefore, it's a disorder
0: because we told you, I mean, we've told you this multiple times, and when you, because you'll say something, you'll just say it in, like, very cavalier-like, and we just look at you like, wait, what? Like, hold on. I don't eat. And, and, and I think part of, I mean, we ain't got to get into the whole thing, but I think part of the reason you don't wake up hungry is because when you do eat, you eat super late. I and eat so, dumb late. And so, because like,
2: that's right, not, be, why right before you, right before to you go to
0: bed, right before you go to bed type shit. And so, the reasoning why you wake up, you're, you're supposed to wake up hungry. Is because your body is like, while you sleep, is using all of that fuel for energy. You know what I'm saying? Transfer the energy, fat, whatever, to kind of sustain you through the night. Right? You know what I mean? It's, 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 that's you know, that's the sleep. That's why you're also supposed to get a decent amount of sleep because that's when your body resets, recharges. It's like if you leave your computer on all day, every day, and you never. Allow it to rest. It starts fucking up. Our bodies are the same way. So, but it t- sleeping, ironically enough, takes a lot of molecular energy from our bodies. So, like all the food reserves we've had from like the, the dinner dinner, whatever, it uses up, and it uses it uses them up very, fairly quickly. That's why you're supposed to when you wake up, you're hungry because your body is like depleted all its food resources overnight, and your body's like, I need I need refuel. But if you eat super late and then go to sleep immediately after that and don't really allow time for it to digest, you won't wake up hungry because your body hasn't got a chance to digest all the food you just consumed right before you went to bed. That's part of the reasoning why.
1: But no, so for the people who have to smoke for Lizzo right now, I challenge you to ask yourself why. Number one, why are you so invested in somebody's eating habits? That's weird. Also, why why does Lizzo bother you for real, for real? Why does Lizzo bother you? And I guarantee that if you get down to the nitty gritty of the majority of the reasons y'all have, it's because you're fat phobic. And there's some internalized phobia in that that you need to address before you start making Lizzo the issue because she ain't doing shit but being herself. And Lizzo has not come out at no point in time and said she's unhealthy. And no point in time says that she suffers from X, Y, and Z. And you cannot look at her and assume what her health condition is. And I need niggas to stop doing that. I have health issues out the ass because of my eating habits. And I know it. But you look at me and assume that I'm small, so it equates to health. It's not. Anemia, have, being anemic is related. A lot of anemia is related to eating habits. So your girlfriend that just has low iron, she does not eat like she's supposed to. It's not cute. Unhealthy eating habits is not an aesthetic. That's why I don't even talk about it. And when I do talk about it, I'm extremely casual about it because I don't want to, I'm not ready to address the severity of like what that actually is. I want y'all to start promoting people to live a healthier lifestyle, not just look like. It.
2: That's it. Calvin, what's Nick? Yes, you wanted to talk about euphoria.
1: I did want to talk about Euphoria. All right, so um, huge fan of the show. First of all, that season Zendaya, the executive producer Drake, the entire team, um, even the musical directors. Um, oh god, is the name is on the tip of my
2: tongue? I don't
0: know. Laban? Oh my I god, I don't know it.
1: Anyway, everything behind the machine that makes Euphoria what it is is absolutely incredible right and i know that there's some people that have had criticisms of euphoria saying like oh wow hbo is really going there with the teenagers it's not realistic but the Let teenagers me, yeah, are I telling y'all that it's absolutely realistic this is exactly what the fuck is going on you niggas need to wake the fuck up and I i'm knew, like
0: yeah i knew shit got, i knew shit was different because i lost my virginity y'all Right? And I didn't realize I lost a young until I, I was around other people who didn't lose a that young. And I was like, oh shit. But when I was, I remember I was like maybe a freshman in college and I'm talking to my young bulls. Like, my, like, we're talking this time, this, these niggas are in 7th and 8th grade. So these are like young, young bulls. And they telling me about them fucking in the locker rooms. I'm like, nigga, what? Like, I'm over here looking at niggas like, wait, nigga, you're twelve
2: why are you fucking in locker
0: rooms? And they was like, you know what, right. what I'm saying? Or like, I fuck about." but I saw two, you know what I'm saying, two, dudes I was like, you're 12. And so I think we romanticize a lot about high school, the further away we get from high school. Right. But I challenge you to remember exactly what high school was like.
1: I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I have absolutely, I was dating the captain of the football team. I'm not going to tell y'all what year because that's hot but um that would put the that would set the block on fire we're good but i was absolutely dating the captain of the football team and they were absolute perks. and we you think we weren't having sex in like the the what is it the equipment manager's office you think i wasn't busting it wide the fuck open before games and shit you're not even supposed to do that
0: so yeah like, okay, he, he none of, neither one of y'all supposed to be fucking before the game fuck up with, fuck up, fuck up with the energy Listen, yeah, I just you're not
1: absolutely not. But fam, you think I wasn't in the manager's offices breaking it down? Absolutely. Wasn't.
0: I remember I remember Listen. F- f- fucking in the auditoriums of Sure was. other people fucking in the auditoriums I remember like I didn't drink in high school, right? But I was I didn't drink in high school and I still felt like somewhat of a minority
1: in high school. I get I drank the summer before my senior year, and then I got pregnant. So I was like, Ugh. "What's crazy is I didn't start getting into drinking, drinking until like college."
0: Yeah, same. and like, even then, and even then, it was anymore.
1: slow. I wasn't like it the, took it I, took, it, it, took a drunk
0: little, drunk, it took a it no. took a little it took a little bit to kind of warm up to it, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. because also I just have like I had an unhealthy fear. I'm like, I'm if I do it, I'm gonna get caught, right? Like. Just, just my luck. I'm gonna do it, and then some shit's gonna go down. I'm gonna get caught, and, 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 and I'm am a dead man, right? So I just exactly. didn't do it. But we, even in high school, we knew niggas who, at the bare minimum, was drinking in high school, was fucking in high school, and then to not to mention like my school, we we had two suicides while right. I was in high school,
2: and it, it, it fucked with me. Because
0: both people were the ones that you, it wasn't, they were popular, right? They were, people loved them. People adored them. People, they, they, it looked like they, at least in school, had it all. And it clear that clearly wasn't the case. You know what I mean? And so... All of this shit they talk about at Euphoria is very much realistic. Get, t- like, take them rose-colored glasses off about high school. Really look back especially at what you experienced. Pa-
1: especially us parents. And I say that because, listen, if you think, if you walk into your child's middle school, hell, middle school, and especially if, if anybody has a high school kid out there, because it's possible, in a couple years, I'm going to have a high school. So, it's scary to think about. Woo. But, I think that as parents, if I relive my own experiences, that's how I have to show up and parent for my child. But anyway, we'll get back to that, right? And listen, because so we,
0: could, we could talk about all of the, the new that's technological a whole, advances. That's we, a whole we were trapping off of MySpace. Baby. We
1: were trapping off of MySpace,
0: and we, didn't, and my we, had, we had brick cell phones. We had no key. Kiddo
1: got apps on his phone that I had you to tell him. You don't even know how to work. If, baby, I had to tell him, if I don't know how to work it, you can't have it on your phone. So he's been showing me everything. I'm not, ha- I'm not having I'm not having.
0: Could you imagine so, Twitter as a, as it, at our high schools? Oh my fucking god. My space was
1: nuts. Could you imagine Twitter? So euphoria. We're going to come back. Euphoria, euphoria. Right? So I was wondering how a lot of our favorite shows are going to bring us to do their next seasons because of COVID, right? A lot of a lot of shows were scheduled to start filming this summer. A lot of that got set back. You the know.
0: spring, the summer. like you.
1: Lisa right told us. She said, until this shit is under control, and here's a wrap.
0: Like, so, Snowfall just got- Snowfall
1: is started. Yeah. Like, a so lot of our shows, we're, we're anticipating a fall season for, we don't have, right? Yeah. So what Euphoria did, right? They took a scene that was supposed to be like a smaller scene out of the next season, and they expanded it for an hour, right? Mm -hmm. And Rue is meeting... Zendaya's character Rue is meeting her sponsor, Ali, in a diner on Christmas Eve because it's her sponsor. She's tapping in with
0: him. After she she relapsed... Okay. Spoiler alert for those who didn't watch Euphoria Season 1 and were planning on to it. Rue relapsed. Rue relapsed because Jules leaves her at the bus station. Right. And you know what I mean? So she's fucked up. Go ahead. Right.
1: So Rue is fucked up. She relapses. And... We walk into. I'm not going to tell y'all the beginning scene because I do want y'all to watch the episode, and that giving that would give away too much, right? And be, and also the point of this is I want to get into their conversation, right? Um, so Rue is sitting there. She's explaining to him how she's found the balance and things are going well. And Ali calls bullshit.
0: Yeah, absolute <laughs> bullshit. You absolute can't, bullshit. You can't bullshit Opera. the
1: bullshitter. You can't bullshit the bullshitter, right? And he told her that. He's like, baby, I've been smoking crack since you were a a, a twinkle in your mama's eye, baby. You can't bullshit me. I've relapsed twice. What you going through for this day, I went through for 12 years, 17 years. You've been a crackhead longer than Rue has been alive. You're talking to that nigga. You can't bullshit him, okay? So in the middle of the the conversation, Rue, of course, tells Ali that I don't believe in God. And we knew that, right? She's been very, like, you can see that she, we know that her faith in God is shaken, especially because when her father died, that's when she spiraled. You saw, she, that was her father's illness on top of the fact that Ruhi was born with a mental illness, born on pills, born with this, with the, with, without the capacity to sustain herself mentally without the help of external medication. She, was, she walked in with a deck stack, right? So right. then her father dies of cancer She gets into his pill stash, and that's how she became an addict, right? Her origin story is grief. And when you... Ali tells her, like, it's cute that you don't believe in God, but that has never stopped God from believing in you. And A, I had to pause the TV and do a church lap around my apartment because, my God, I've had that same conversation. Somebody sat me down at maybe... A year ago, actually, and had the exact same conversation with me. I struggled with my belief in God. I struggled with my I struggled with my relationship with God. I've had that. Two, the other takeaway from that whole from that exact scene was that he told her, he said, You have to find something, even if it's not one God, three gods, whatever. You have to find something that is bigger than yourself to believe. Because there is something that is bigger than you, and it's the only thing saving your ass right now. And she told him that you cannot, you cannot sit here and tell me that you don't care when you actually care so much that you don't think that you could survive. You can't even live with yourself. With it. you care so much, you are a caring being. You are you fucking care. And I said, okay, Ali, you you came to whip my ass today, so the. The other takeaway, there's a plenty, plenty of takeaways from this conversation, but the ones that hit home for your girl were that the revolutionary that you think that you want to be, that you think you want to start, that revolution has to come from the inside out. You have to turn, you have to start the war from within. And that shit, sent me to, to, that shit hit home so quick for me, I took it to therapy. And me and my therapist had a long conversation about the revolution that has to start from inside. My therapist in my last conversation with her told me, she said, Alex, you've been divorced, right? I said, Yeah. She said, Do you miss your ex husband? I said, No. She said in the beginning, Did you miss your ex husband? I said, Out of far, I would have given everything for us to work it out. I said, That man took me through hell. Hell. He said, Would you, you want? And she said, At the Alexandria that you are today, and if you niggas say my full name to me in public without paying a bill first, I'm gonna whoop your ass. So don't get too comfortable. Anyway, but. She said, the Alexandria that you are today, is there any parts of you that would return to that marriage right now? She, she, I looked at that. Bro, I wanted to hang up the fucking phone on that bitch. Hell nah. Don't even, don't even talk to me about that. Not even that I hate him, but there's nothing about that shit I want back. I'm three years since divorced, right? It'll be three years next year. She said, you divorced a person. That's its own set of pain. You are divorcing yourself. That journey is set up to be painful. Nothing about divorce is set up to be easy. Nothing. So if you exchange in, in euphoria, right, especially with the conversation between Ru and Ali, if you exchange the word addict for any other thing that you're, your vice, whatever it is you struggle with, whatever it is that you have going on that's got that hold on you, your own personal addiction, your own personal war within yourself, if you exchange that for an addict and you plug it into that, particular episode baby and you tell me you could watch that without crying or without feeling something you a dead man that shit hit home and I think that it was perfect timing this year and we say it every episode this year fucking sucked there was there were very few moments of this year that left room for optimism this year whooped our ass but that episode was so necessary because not only did it strip, it stripped the fuck out of me. It continued to. But it let me know that it was an affirmation that the work that I'm doing is important. And it's vital. And it's for myself. It's for nobody else. And if you remember that the woman, right, the, the waitress that was sitting there counting her tip, she had been a recovering addict for, um, for years as well. And the advice that he gave to her regarding dating and also trying to recover was, was a point. He made a huge point. And she says, you cannot commit to both a relationship and self-improvement.
0: It was sobriety for her, but yeah.
1: It was sobriety for her. But for me, it's self-improvement. And I think It, it, that it took a
0: TV show to, 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 to hammer the point home, but n- we've been telling you for...
1: No, nigger. And I was actually going to give y'all my fucking flowers before you... In- give y'all y'all fucking flowers before you interrupt Okay? No. It did not. It was an affirmation that the lonely nights are okay. Lean into it. It gets real lonely in this bitch. I mean, like, it's brought me to tears sometimes how lonely sometimes doing this kind of work is. It gets In In the middle of the panoramic. In the middle of a fucking Pandora's box, it gets lonely. And I don't... And it's not that I can't call somebody up and be like, Hey, come over. Keep me company. Hey, come over. and put, so Nail me to the cross, my nigga. Put me through the headboard. Body slam my ass through the concrete wall. Okay, walls, ma- ma- ma'am, 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 ma- 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 get Sorry. it. We, we, we get it. We gonna bring it back. Thank you. It's not that I, I don't have anybody I can call. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If I wanted to pick up the phone and call my ex and put that needle back in my arm, I absolutely could.
0: It's, it's cheat days. There's, there's a concept in fitness that you, you can't let a cheat meal turn into a cheat day or a cheat day turn into a cheat week. So And so I know I'll cut you off, but here's how it makes sense to me, right? The easy thing is not always the most satisfying thing, right? Like, y'all get on my ass all the time about my love for takeout and my love for, for, for quick and easy and simple because you're like, you make fun of me for it. It's the same thing. Like, yes, we know... The, the easy way is always, is always heading down the path of temptation. Temptation wouldn't exist if temptation wasn't easy to fall back into. That, right. You know what I mean? And so whether in any form of self-improvement, whether you're trying to be, stay sober, you're trying to stay faithful, you're trying to stay on the path to self-improvement, we know that temptation is not only there, it's easy. You, we've all said this. How come every time I start trying to do better, how come every time I start trying to do me, how come every time I start trying to really be faithful in this relationship, all these hoes come out the woodwork. Like, hey, big head, I miss right. you. What you doing? And The,
1: the moment yeah. that I told myself that I was really going to commit to, like, not dating, dick fall out the fucking sky. I've been getting hit with... Baby, I got... Listen, I got hit with a date uh, proposition the other night that was so fucking crazy. I had to tell y'all about it. Like, I just... I, by the way, I did not go. Something in my spirit did not sit right with it, so I just didn't go. But I was choo, like... Choo, 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 choo. Come on, ride it. Choo, choo. You want it? Choo, choo. <laughs> anyway. But, like, this just not... It, it's about saying, telling myself, okay, in this moment, right now, right, right, right fucking now, it would feel very, very good to be cuddled kissed on a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Adored. It would be feel really, really good to be adorned, right? Just have somebody love upon you for a little bit. But then when the sheets dry and that nigga goes home or about his fucking business, I am still left with the work that I neglected to do because I was distracted. It's Also.
0: It's similar yep. to what we said earlier with, with the scab. Like, yes... Sometimes it, you want to pick at the scab because it's just there and it's like, anno- it's unsightly, it's annoying. And you're just like, want to get it off. But every time you pick at it, you start the healing process over. and All over just, again. And that's what a, it is.
1: What's funny, right, about this particular healing process for me, is there's a permanent scar on my body from my previous relationship. And no, my ex did not put it there. Because if it, we're not. We wouldn't be just, talking
0: about this on WAX if it was. Funny. Exactly.
1: My ex did not put it there. there are, there's a permanent scar on my body. If you know, you know. Okay? And anytime I think about and I should have really thought about this before the double back but I'm hard headed so whatever. But I'm not even trying to be flippant about that but it's just like I get it. I get it in a way I don't even want to talk about. Anytime I start to really like miss that person miss him because there are moments that, like, I'm, I'll see something or I'll hear something, and it's like, oh, damn, like, he'd enjoy hearing that, like, he would get a kick out of that. And anytime it's like, you get that inkling to reach out, you get that inkling to see what's up, you get it, you get that mm, maybe if we just talk, maybe if we just that, a third, like, maybe, right? Maybe it'll be different. I look at that scar and the fact that that scar, it's like on, it's a scar. But there's nerve damage up underneath that. There's a part of that portion of my body that feels very numb because the, the nerve damage has not healed. It has not healed. So scars, this-
0: scars remind us that the past is real and has consequences,
1: it has extreme consequences, life threatening consequences. Because had this scar been maybe a half a centimeter over, it would have hit a vital vein.
0: Meaning, meaning, basically, if, like, shit had just turned out a little out. bit different.
1: I'd have bled out. You know I, I would have mean? bled yeah. out. And why, if my body hasn't physically healed from that, my heart damn sure hasn't either. And we're not in a place to reopen that door. I should not reopen that door, period. But I damn sure shouldn't do it right now. And I would be doing myself a huge disservice by not honoring the path that you have to take towards and ruse case sobriety for for myself healing. But healing and sobriety are the same thing. In a way. So, they're both, they're both,
0: they're both. You have to address some shit. But there's also, in sobriety and in healing, Mm -hmm. there's a mistake that people make. That they think that they're done. Like, as someone who I have, I have addicts in my family.
1: I have addicts in my family. yeah,
0: and like that's part of the reason like I don't play around with them drugs that y'all play around with. No judgment, but I just know that like I can't do that. Like I that would be rolling a dice in a in a scenario that I'm not comfortable with, right? And so, but with with addicts and with so, with sobriety with healing, a lot of people how they relapse, and Ali said this in the, in the, in, the, in the conversation. Because he was clean 12 years before he relapsed for a year and a half. Because he had forgot he had forgot how, how painful it was, and he mm-hmm. thought he was done. And he fought, and he slipped up and let his guard down because he thought he was done. He thought he had achieved it. And so he flipped up, let his guard down, tried, you know, thought he could go back to some of his old hangout spots and not do no drugs because he's better now. And then realize, like, no, nigga, you're not. It's a constant healing, and it, it sounds exhausting, but it's the truth. Healing and sobriety is a constant. It's like it's a battle every single day, and you have to make an active choice every single day to choose the right path. There's a reason that addicts can be 20 years sober. They will never forget the day they got clean. They will never forget how many years they are sober, they will still go to NA and AA meetings because they know that no matter how long you, you, you're winning the fight, it's never won. And that's the same thing with healing. Like a lot of times, you know, people will stop therapy early because they feel better. Or people will, oh, I'm good now, I'm straight. And then when grief is not linear and when that pain come back, it hurts you again because you let your guard down. Like I know the sports, but like you, you, know fighting. You may not know sports, but you know mm-hmm. fighting. Right, a, a sucker punch hit differently than a punch that you're ready for. Like if you're ready and you squared up and you know and you know Shorty about is, 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 is swinging, even if she hits you in the face, it, it, it hit different. But you like, I was ready for that. I was I I, I knew that was a possibility. But you ever been hit from the blind side where you didn't know it was coming? Those are the ones that make world star. Same thing with healing. Like you always have, it's, it's tiring, but you always have to make sure that you're doing the work actively. Even when you think you're fine. You make sure you're doing the work actively. You make sure you're continuing to make sure you're avoiding your triggers. You're continuing to do these different things because you're always preparing for the sucker punch. And, 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 and our brains are, are weird in that way because we don't know what will cause the sucker punch. I had a woman who almost ruined Rihanna for me because Rihanna was her favorite artist. And every time I heard Rihanna for a while, it was just like, man, I hate this bitch. <laughs> you feel me? I had to heal from that. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like working out. You may even get a BBL. The, the girls who get the BBL still have to work out afterwards to maintain it. Same thing
1: applies. Speaking of which, <laughs> I'm about to tell you the bird-ass shit. My bird-ass Christmas present. You know what? We're going to end the Euphoria note there. Y'all should watch it. If you don't watch any other episodes of Euphoria, you got to watch that one. I'm so sorry. You can, you it's, can,
0: it's, you can watch. They, they designed that in a way that you, you can watch that and not really have a contact. And it will still...
1: Exactly. It'll still it would still resonate. Absolutely. I have a bird-ass Christmas present, and I'm excited. And you know what? I won't be able to get this Christmas present until next year. But, so, I am, I'm not dating. Let me put that out there. I told myself that I was, I told y'all, and I made a promise. November
0: 2021.
1: Yes. I will be the next time that I actually, like, say, all right, well, I'll take somebody, I'll attempt to take somebody's son again, serious. And that's even a maybe, because, shit, you never know. You honestly never know, right? But no, me and this guy that I've actually, me and Shorty have been friends for years. Like, me and Shorty have been friends since kiddo was maybe six or seven years old. Like, we've been friends, literally just friends. Seen him through law school, seen him through, like, he's seen me through a lot. And if my son is 11, he's known me for quite some time. Known me for about five years, okay? So... Seen him through school, seen him through life, seen just seen him, right? Um, he's from around. He's from the city, from the city. I'm going to stop talking because there's a lot to- you, you're, 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 too making,
0: you're making it very hot and just continue.
1: Right. Anyway, so Shorty said that when he passes the bar, we made a bet <laughs> a year ago, actually, that when he passes the bar, that he would buy my body
0: timeout flag down on the play um i have a question i got an answer and this isn't maybe not this is, you may not be able to answer this question but okay he passes the bar right yep mm-hmm. that's his accomplishment yep. right mm-hmm. how is the how is the bet that he does something good and you get your body The the math doesn't math.
1: It maps perfectly to me.
0: Of course it does. You're the one with a free body. But.
1: Because you know what? He said, we, all right, put it into context.
0: Please add context.
1: Put this into context. We were having a conversation. There was a lot of liquor involved and we were completely shit talking. And I said, nigga, I don't, I told him straight up. I was just like, if you do that shit, you got to buy my body. Period. Period. He said, Alex, If I purchase this body for you, I am fucking you for life. You could be at your kid's soccer game, and I'm going to need you to come to the parking lot, bro. You could be in the middle of a board meeting, and I'm going to need you in your office. You could literally be on stage rocking your show for your podcast, and I'm going to need you in the sprint. I said, oh! That's it?
2: Bet. Okay. All right. That's all I got to do? That's
1: it? I, I just... I, I don't... <sighs> that nigga passed the bar. So on top of the congratulatory ass that he got from me, he's absolutely gonna buy this body. Absolutely. So yeah, Calvin, <laughs> by summer, because I'm getting it next.
0: So season. so is that is that... That's December now. So December 2021. Okay. Every time you fuck up, we're just gonna push this year further and further off.
1: No, no, no. This isn't fucked up. I did not fuck up. I did not fuck up. Did you
0: and did you not give this
1: man congratulatory ass? This is before all of this shit. He passed the bar earlier this year, so we're that's that's already been out the way. (laughs) That's already been out the way.
0: That that added more questions, but I'm gonna tuck it. Uh, The
2: timeline. Uh
0: huh. Mm -hmm.
1: Go ahead and tuck it. I'm not telling y'all the month, date, none of that shit. Just understand that I know, and that's (laughs) all I need to say.
0: Uh, you know, and I know that that math. Don't math either, but we gonna we gonna tuck it.
1: Tuck it, but um, yeah. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely, getting this body off, off top. It's happening. Cannot wait. And I'm not even gonna tell y'all what I'm. Well, honestly, I'm getting an abnoplasty with flank, the side flanks, and a little bit of lipo, and then we're getting this ass lifted. So when y'all when y'all see me summer 2022. Just understand what happened. Man, why does that sound like...
0: <laughs> that, just, that's, that just sound like car. That just sound like car mechanic talk. Like, nigga, nigga, nigga you got to get the rotors. got to get the rotors fixed. the got to get the, get the sure oil am. flush.
1: <laughs> I'm not touching these titties. Oh, these titties are here to stay. These titties are perfect. And if you ever had the pleasure of seeing these titties in person or in film, you're a lucky motherfucker. Because, baby, these titties are perfect. Perfect chef's kiss.
0: Let, let's move on because I think I am personally tired of talking of my about my titties got it of talking about your your potential BBL amnoplasty remix frickin frickin all that so
1: continue. cool so let's get to the the final topic of this evening our 2020 takeaways now Calvin I <laughs> listen for y'all's sake I told Calvin he has to keep it fucking positive because goddamn, Mr. <sighs> Groom and Droom. Shit.
2: First
0: and foremost, fuck you. Um, how about that? The and Droom, bad up your ass. Um, secondly, I told you I would try. I gave you, I told you I would try. I, tr- I promised full positivity because that's just, I told you I would try. So here's my first takeaway. You ready, friend? Sure. Uh, my first takeaway is that 2020 showed that if you do not have adaptability, you will perish.
1: Right.
2: That's
0: positive, right? That's you know, So, okay. Yes. So, think about how, the, how your life was in January and how your life is today. Think about all the changes that had to be made. And in and, and a relatively short amount of time, think about we've, we've, we've turned emails and, and board meetings to Zoom calls and conference calls. Whole apps have came about in the middle of this panorama. Whole social networks have came about in the middle of this panhandle.
1: Clubhouse was not a thing. And- Handle is funny as fuck. Especially with the way you niggas scam. The way these scamming niggas set up, fan handle is funny as fuck out. You're a wild boy.
0: Clubhouse was not a thing in January. Now it's become the thing by December. So all of, think of all the different changes that has happened. HBO Max and Warner Media have just said fuck movies for the remainder of 2021 and fuck movie theaters, and was going re- to release all that shit on the same streaming platform the same day. Disney Plus tried to charge us 30 American dollars to watch a mid-ass Mulan remake. Like, Netflix films have came about. Like, all of, they're already there, but like, just the We, we, we didn't even get a Marvel movie this year. That's how wild this year has been. That Marvel decided, we gonna, I'm gonna hold off. So, that's the first takeaway. You had to learn to adapt or you were going to die. Here's the second takeaway. When, when you put your
2: mind to it, America can move
0: at frightening speeds of ingenuity. So, we all have, I mean, the vaccine is, is a little controversial, right? You know what I'm saying with the speed of it and everything like that. But think about this. And this is a good, and in some cases, you know, a cause of question. The fastest vaccine developed in the United States before COVID-19 was the Mumps vaccine. And it took four years to develop. Most vaccines take 10. Now, mind you, they got a little bit of a head start because COVID-19 is just a, a, a remix of the coronavirus. There were other coronaviruses in the air prior to this. We just happened to stumble upon the one that's on steroids. So they gotta but think about it took them less than a year to develop a 95, 96, 94% effective vaccine for something. That's unprecedented. And they did that right. with 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 unprecedented levels of cooperation for the first time ever. All scientists Shared their notes open, like open source on the internet, so everyone could like, get the latest updates so niggas weren't w- working redundantly. They allowed trials to go on uh, conse- uh, concurrently instead of having to do one and then another and then another. The federal government usually is a, is, is a bureaucracy of red tape. They allowed the money to s- flow freely for this. Um, we found trillions of dollars to be able to bail out certain banks and airlines. So like when America and when the world really puts their mind to something, they can move at breakneck paces and breakneck efficiency. However, and this is part of where the pessimism comes in. I'm trying. It makes you wonder. Okay, put it like this. So kiddo, right? Kiddo, Say there's a class that kiddo's just getting B's and C's in. No matter what he does, mm-hmm. he gets B's and C's. You, and, and, and you know you, you're not a B's and C's type parent. Like, we want A's, little nigga.
1: Baby, I yeah. was literally livid. So, I told y'all the bullshit he did.
0: So, so he, he, he getting B's and C's. And then out of nowhere for, like, the final test, right, the final exam, this little nigga get an A. You're excited because, okay, you got yourself an A. Shout out to you, little homie. But you are also like, where the fuck was this the rest of the semester? That's how I feel like, okay, cool. Y'all, y'all, when it came down to, to, to it, y'all really banded together and got this shit out quick as fuck. How, how come we haven't done anything about climate change or homelessness or, 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 or man, that type of thing. That's my second takeaway. And my third takeaway, and this is going to be completely negative. Um, you niggas as a collective, as a culture, are the most self-serving and selfish individuals in ever in the history of the world. Ever. Literally, this is the first time we as an as an American culture. And this is pure this at this point, this is only a really an American and European problem. Again, we talked about this last week. We're having fucking raves in festivals in Australia and in Wuhan, China. Perhaps shit's sweet back over there. New Zealand hasn't had a case in months. Shit's sweet over here. Meanwhile, America, we've just lost over 300,000 people. Out of the seven or eight deadliest days in American history, we're talking 9-11, we're talking Katrina, we're talking Pearl Harbor. We have beat, four of the last seven, four of the seven most deadliest days in America happened within the last week and a half, as far as deaths. Back to my point. So, when this shit happened in March, we was like, okay, sacrifices gotta be made, you know what I'm saying? We gotta sh- shut shit down, shut down the league, shut down NBA. We talked about this on a podcast. Literally, the weekend shit went left and got shut down, we, we saw money walk out of our podcast. Money that we mm-hmm. knew we was about to come in. We had the most crazy we've for y'all. but we, I'm trying not to dwell on that, but we knew so everyone knew, all right, we gotta make sacrifices. And then the scientists came out, not the Trump scientists, but real scientists, came out and was like, look, we stay at home as much as we can. We wear our masks anytime we're outside in public. And whenever possible, we stay six feet away from each other and we can and we can, we can get this shit, we can get shit this under order. And and for like a month. For, like, a month and, like, a half, niggas was rocking with it. And then niggas just said, fuck it. And so, and so, and so, I looked at it, like, okay, we, we know what to do here, but y'all niggas not, y'all niggas not saying that. Okay, cool, but you know what? It'll be, um, you know, she'll be cool in a couple of months, maybe, and, and maybe they'll realize how stupid they are. Cool. outside opens back up in June. Way too early, but, again, niggas need bread. I understand that, like, Some of the decisions that have been made is because niggas need bread. Cool. And so, but we, but the the, the smart niggas know, like, I'm not going back outside. Outside doesn't seem safe. And you know what? Maybe they'll realize outside doesn't seem safe either. And then then we'll get it done. And then we get to, like, cases start coming down, but then, you know, because of summer, they're like, okay, we're almost there. All right, if we can just get niggas to, like, not celebrate Halloween. We'll be straight. And then we can, we might be able to have Christmas. Nope. Niggas celebrated Halloween. Spikes went up. And then we was like, okay. They, they, they got it out for Halloween. Maybe if they just like, you know, I know it's tough, but like, if we don't go home from Thanksgiving, we might be able to have at least a little bit of Christmas. Nope. You niggas went home and saw you and saw and saw, Memaw, and saw Big Mama and, and breathed COVID air on her. And now she is in the ICU. And, and so I look at it now. This is a little bit of a ramble, but I look at it now. But, like, the niggas who did what they were supposed to do for the most part from March are getting restless in December. Right. Because they did what they were supposed to do for 10 months and shit's gotten worse. <laughs> it feels real group projecty. And I'm not saying this as someone who has been a hermit the entire time. I understand, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'm not even, at this point, I'm not super mad at people going out in, in a smart manner. You know what I'm saying? Like back when you could do outside happy hours, like going out on the patio, getting out for some walk. What we, what we say, be outside but don't gather, right? Nothing matter. Right. That. And yeah, I, 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 I flew in an airplane. I, I flew out to LA. But guess what? Before and after I flew out to LA, I quarantined for two weeks. Didn't, made sure I didn't go see my mom immediately after LA. Right. Made, sure I, made sure I had a negative COVID test in my hands before I saw anyone who wasn't on the trip. You niggas couldn't do that decently. And so I say that to say, the third takeaway, besides the fact that we are an in, engine, uh, like, when we put our mind to something, we can do the shit, and we can adapt to almost any circumstance, and actually, even good or bad, we can adapt to anything, is the fact that when, the first time when shit requires sacrifice, not just for you, but for the person next to you, by and large, we fail. And not only failed, we failed spectacularly. That
2: is my takeaway. That's my third and right. final takeaway. See,
0: I, I, it wasn't all negative.
1: It wasn't, but there were some hard truths in there, and I you gotta you gotta accept that shit.
0: You know, you know me, man. I was I couldn't let this this last episode of the year, man. I couldn't. There's certain shit we just gotta say. You know what I mean? Right. There's certain shit we gotta say.
1: So for me, my takeaways are a lot more personal. Um, because it needs to be, to be honest with you. Uh, My first takeaway has to be, my first takeaway from this year is I need to take care of myself. Better care. I have spent a very long time not taking care of myself. Everything else was a priority. Everything else. And because I always felt last, I fell into some very, very, very bad and destructive habits for myself, to myself, But because if you're not taking care of yourself, there's no way that you could be properly taking care of people who depend on you. And with that being said, um, where I am, especially with my mental health, um, is a a very, very hard reminder that if you don't take care of yourself, this will get worse. And you can't afford to go any further left than where we are. (laughs) So take care of yourself. And that means honoring my body and my first thought. If I don't want to go, I'm not doing it. Period. If I'm not up to it, I'm going to honor my body and give myself the space it needs to not have my shit together. And while I'm doing that, get my shit together. Fight for it. Fight for yourself first and foremost. My second takeaway is this one, this is a hard truth. I'll be honest. But my second takeaway is that I have to stop making folks the exception when they're the reason the rule exists to begin with. And you can apply that to my relationships. You can apply that to some of my, my romantic relationships, especially, but even my platonic relationships. There is a particular ex-friendship of mine that I know over time, you'll see it, but I have no desire to speak to this young woman ever again. I don't even wish you, it's not even like a wish you well sort of thing. I pray that you stay out of my way. Just I stay out of my way.
0: I hope that you get the day you deserve.
1: Have the day you deserve. So that, that, that's, that's that. that. That is absolutely that. The last and final takeaway, and I think this is pretty much sums it all up. Keep that shit player, player. Keep it player. Keep it player. I have way too much to fucking lose, dog, to keep getting caught up in the rapture of whatever has my attention at the moment, especially because we know that nothing keeps my attention for long. So the fact of the way that I have allowed myself to get caught up in so much bullshit that distracted me from my first two points is exactly why the third one is keep it player. Honor myself. Do what I need to do. Handle my business. Keep, Keep it focused. I don't want to look up and be 40 without shit. I want more. I want like, like, like some of you, niggas. Some of y'all are going to wake up one day and be 35 and realize that you spent the last, the good, good, solid portion of your adult years not doing shit for you're yourself. Pr- you're, you're prime, so to speak. You're prime, so to speak. Not doing a goddamn thing in order to make sure that you were actually setting yourself up for the win. The ultimate win. I told myself that at 45, no matter what I'm doing in life, I'm retiring. Kiddo will be 18. By the time I'm 37, my son will be 18. That means that I get him through college or some type of secondary education, something, some certificate, whatever, up underneath his belt. And that time he'll have some money put aside and he won't be in my house. You'll be off running in the world. Whatever you're doing in life, he'll be set up. at 21, 22, You'll have enough up underneath you to not need me like that. You'll need your mom. Don't get me wrong; I won't not stop being your mom, but I will not be the sole source of your stability at twenty-one. Hell nah. Nope. I failed as a parent. If that's the case, so at forty-five. No, no. At twenty-one, you'll be getting out of college, or whatever post-secondary okay. Okay. So, education you've so, decided.
0: So, so, sole source of stability. And I know I interrupted your point, but I have a question because say, say, kiddo go to college, he come back, and he got a scope, he got to move back home to stack his bread up before he moved okay. out. Is that, is that okay? That's fine. Okay. But you did, but the okay, heavy I just, lifting. I needed to. What I'm saying? I, yeah. I need to clarification. My point about
1: the matter is this the heavy lifting as far as being the financial supporter for my child at 21, you will have. I don't have to do that. I'm not paying your fucking bill. My parents did not pay mine at 20. And I'm not saying that I'm repeating the cycle, but at 21, the kind of help that you need from me is not the fundamental, it's the building block. All right, my son needs a couple dollars to help him invest into whatever project he's got going on. I can do that. But I'm not paying your fucking light bill, my nigga.
0: And I just look at it, right? So I look at, like, setting up our kids for the future. And I look at the just, and I hate, I hate doing this because whiteness should not be the center of anything regarding black people. But I look at how some families like really this kid come home, oh, okay, I put it like this. There are some women who I knew who went to Miami who literally, you know, got there, like went to school to, for the purpose of getting their MRS degree, right? Their, their, their goal was to find a man more than find a degree. but they'll go back home and then they'll. they'll the first time they're leaving home is to move in with their fiance or over. Hell nah. And so but those stories that we talk about, you ever see them stories where it's like, I make sixty thousand dollars a year and I paid off my student loans in two years type shit. Those are the that's that those are those type of people. And so because they're able to get that level of support from their family to be able to Use their money to, whether it's pay down student debt, whether it's to pay down whatever credit, whatever. And so I look at it like, for my future children, child, whenever I have a kid, who the fuck knows? I if I want to be able to give my kid the best life possible, even if it's yeah, you gotta you know, even if it may look like nepotism. You know what I mean? Like. I don't want my kid to be too prideful to accept some shit just because he feels like he needs to earn it instead. Like, no, nigga, if they handed it until you, give it, take it. Nigga, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, you don't get style points for, for being hard-headed. You don't get style points for doing it the hard way. No, nigga, no one gives a fuck. No, and I, but and I what think I'm saying what is this.
1: this. There's a difference, a huge difference between supporting your kid in their dreams and their aspirations and, and making your sure kid that— Allowing to be a bum? Yeah, okay. because I know a lot of niggas that like their mamas are absolutely OK with their kids living with them till they 40. Fuck that. No, you're here because you're, you have a plan and you are working your plan And in order for your plan to be successful. You, you can't need, pay rent. You can't pay rent. Cool. I can provide that that I can do that I can do while you're working your plan. And I have to see that plan in motion. You can't be somebody having fucking 26, having a retail job and no and not figuring it the fuck out. No, what's the plan? That's when, that, when my mom and dad noticed that I was getting complacent when it came to my goals, they kicked me out. That was the best thing they've ever done for me. The best thing. The best thing my parents ever did was say, okay, you're not, you don't get to be lazy and sit in my house. You get to be lazy in your house. So they kicked me out. Me and my, at this time, my one-year-old, kicked me out. You 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 gotta get off your ass, and that's literally when I decided to enroll into school. And it was the biggest. It was the and and I've I moved home a couple times. I'm not gonna lie, but that was but I came home with a plan because I knew that this ain't no more free, Randy. Ain't no more free, Randy. So that's the difference. But anyway, I digress. My point about the matter is. I'm at the point where 2020, this, this year showed me what needs to be done for me. And I think a lot of times I've been asking God, oh, God, I'm having a revelation. I think a lot of times I ask God for answers. God, just show me the way. What are the answers? What's the step? What's the path? What, what do I need to do in order to go from point A to point B and, with myself, and, right?
0: And then, you, and then you hit him with the DW, like,
1: This this time will mean something, but I can't read. Calvin, shut up. (laughs) But I think this time for me, it's this He God took a year. She took a year. She said, okay, you really want to know what it's going to take for you to become the bitch that you want to be? You really want to see what that woman can look like? And what's nuts is that future Alex has been visiting me in dreams. Like, I see her. I see her. And she is bad, bro. She is a bad... She, that is a bad bitch. And she's right there. And the fact that I can see her, I can, I can look at her. I know what kind of lifestyle she has. I know what kind of money she working with. I know what car she drives. I see her. let me know. And also, the moment that God let me see her, she also let me see everything within myself that gotta go. It gotta go. Some of this shit just gotta go. And that's of having a very, very honest and internal conversation with me. Y'all ain't got to know about all of that. The world don't have to know about every little thing that you go through with yourself. The changes, when you're serious about growth and you're serious about your changes, it will radiate. You'll see it. People will see it. They'll see it in due time. But I'm not worried about what y'all do and don't see about me. And I hate to, and not to be flippant, right? Right but i can't be concentrate i can't concentrate on self improvement and also worried about what the fuck y'all think i don't care and that and to the people that i know love and support me and ro- and rocking out with alex that goes for y'all too i cannot be concerned about the way the way y'all opinions about how my growth is working i'm just focused on being a better person and i know that the support is there but and i do miss i miss my friends and do I feel a little disconnected? Yeah, because I'm not as tapped in with y'all lives because I'm tapped in with mine right now. And it's okay. And I know that once we get to a better footing or, or higher ground or whatever, we'll tap back in with each other, which is what Sunday was about. I miss my friends. I wanted to see y'all. So we threw a dinner to celebrate you and your birthday and all that great shit happening. But at the same time, I got that. I seen faces. I got to kiss y'all, let y'all know how much I love and appreciate y'all. But we climbing right back into this little hole. And, and we doing the work, and that's just where my head is at right now.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Um, one final takeaway, because I guess this is more personal, because I was mine was very ma- like m- m- macro level. Mm,
1: nah, this shit is about me this year, and next year is again. It's going to be about me. I can't be focused on what the world is doing. I, the world is the world, and I'll make decisions for my life to address accordingly. But. The bitch that I, that's waiting on me, she she's impatient. She's impatient. So I gotta get to that. I gotta get to that by any means necessary.
2: I'll end on
0: this. I'll end on this. Um there was times this year I felt like I didn't deserve to make it to next year. Yep. Because I was disappointed. I was disappointed in myself because I felt. i sorry. Like, um, I was disappointed in myself because I felt like I needed to do more. Felt like I should have done more. Felt like I had to do more.
2: Um,
0: and I was isolated. You know what I'm saying? When you live alone in the middle uh, in the middle of the Panera Bread, you <laughs> you you just are. You so. have to sit, right? You have to sit with your shit. And like you, there are things I thought I was over, there are things I thought I got gotten past. That I clearly didn't. Because like like kiddo clean his room. You come home, he just put out put all the shit under the bed and in the closet. It looked clean, don't it? But he ain't do shit. He just put it he just moved he just moved the mess. That's not sustainable. That's how I was moving. I wasn't moving sustainably. Um, because I was, I was drowning myself in work, drowning myself in this podcast, drowning myself in my social responsibilities, engagement. And like, I was just like, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a work through it. Then <laughs> work stopped. Then so then kicking it stopped. Happy hour stopped. Surrounding yourself with love stopped. So you had to deal with your shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I ain't like it. I didn't I, I ain't like it. You know what I mean? So I think for 2021, for me, God willing that the next time I talk to you niggas is in 2021, we can't take that for granted um life if any year has shown us how precious and how short life is this year has we've we've lost titans of our industry and mm-hmm. three hundred thousand americans due to a pandemic that really could have been avoided if any year shows us how short and precious life is this year it is arrogant of me to think that god to think, that, to think that God is just going to let me waste years of my life because I have so many of them left. It's arrogant. And who Can't, says
1: you have so many of them left?
0: That's my point. That's what I'm saying. Like It's arrogant for me to think that, oh, I got time. Because there's plenty of people this year, I'm, I'm sure in January, in February, thought they had time to do whatever it is that they wanted to do or needed to do, but didn't get the chance to do that. Because their situation changed, their livelihood changed. They may not even be here anymore. So it's arrogant of me to think that I have so much time to waste because 2020 has shown me that I really don't. Yes, you gotta move at your own pace, but the, opt- the key word there is move. You gotta continue to put forward. And I didn't, I, I, I felt like I failed myself this year. I felt like I failed the people around me this year because I wasn't. I wasn't the person that I'm pretty sure you, you guys signed up to be a friend of. Because I, we I, was, we was, dealing, I was dealing with my shit. And then I, I kind of re, re, went back into my bubble. Because I knew I had to do some shadow work. And right. 2021 is finding that balance for me. Of continuing to do the work. But also not bleeding on people who didn't cut me. That is the balance that I'm going to find moving forward.
1: You know what, Calvin? I love you for that. And just to let you know, your friends who, like, your friend friends, us, them niggas, we know. And you're not a bad friend. And I'm proud of you for knowing that, like, there's still shadow work. There's still shit that you as a man have to grow from. And, bro, the moment that you've decided that you've arrived, the good Lord will show you have it (laughs) and that there's still more shit to do. But as somebody who's also currently doing some shadow work and also also getting to the root of her own shit, I'm here to tell you that the moment that that you've gotten to another root, there's one right underneath it. And do not get discouraged by that. The thing about self-improvement, there are no rewards. It's only more work. It's, it's the moment that I feel like I've reached a new level or a
0: new it's, plateau. It's the, game, it's the game that never ends. It's like Candy Crush.
1: Self-improvement does not stop because you're tired, baby. Rest if you must, but becoming a better you is a lifelong journey. You have to stay committed to that. Even when I decide, and this is a part that I've struggled with, right? Even if I decide to get back into another relationship, right? And again, this is something we're not. I'm, when I tell y'all, we laugh about it and joke about it. I'm not taking anybody serious right now.
0: Oh, ba- they laugh and joking about it. I'm dead to fuck serious.
1: Oh no, I'm <laughs> not. Baby, you. Even if you, we exchange numbers and we text a couple times. I'm not dating any fucking body. I'm, you can say I talk. I'm a, I'm a I'm ring.
0: Not. I'm a ring. from niggas next, nigga. I told. I told y'all. November 2021, niggas. Not a, and not a moment earlier, but niggas.
1: No, I don't, said I'm not. Don't even approach me. Don't hit my brothers up. Don't A, who's Alex, what's up with her? There's nothing up with her. She don't need it, and I don't want it. As a matter of fact, when I went to go see my barber this weekend, he was like, you know all my clients, when you come in here, every single last one of them has asked me about you. And I was like, shout out to you for keeping every single last one of them niggas out of my face. Because they would get their fucking feelings hurt and you would lose me as a client. Do not do that. Don't put me on with none of these niggas. Don't, hey, my friend want to talk to you? No. I'm not doing none of that child-ass shit. If a nigga wants to step to me, he has to step, bro. Don't tippy-toe around here. And I'm going to make it extremely difficult.
0: In November 2021.
1: Absolutely. And just please understand that if a nigga tries me right now, he's going to get chewed up. Spit out, too. I might even make him spend a couple dollars. But you're going to absolutely get chewed up. I ain't got it. And or, I'm telling you right now, out of my mouth, I ain't got it. Leave me alone.
0: Or, hear me out. We don't make that man spend no dollars. And we just ignore that nigga and continue on about our life.
1: That too. <laughs> I'm just
0: like, wait a minute here. There's other options here. There's other options. Um, But, one thing... And we'll wrap up on this one. And this is a real positive note. Um, for the 2020 season finale, we want to thank y'all. We want to thank the listeners. We want to thank the people who have tuned in each and every week on these 40 or so episodes to hear two semi-depressed individuals talk shit oh, nah, about what the fuck is depressed. going on in their lives. So Go
1: ahead and say depressed.
0: Um, we understand that we would not be a damn thing without you listeners not a damn not a bit of a damn not none of that um so not a we, half a damn quarter damn half damn whole damn none of that um, <laughs> so on behalf of the Shoot Your shop podcast on behalf of alan nicole mm-hmm. we want to thank you the listeners the friends the fans yep. the people the support system for riding with us throughout this crazy year or through through managing us through the, the pandemic. We want to thank thank you for all of that. I, also, I would be remiss if we didn't shout out our engineer, Gil, um, yes. for putting up with these, us for editing these episodes every single week for the times I hit you at six o'clock in the morning com- complaining about some shit. Like, for, the, for, the, for all of the work that you've done, for all the times you allow me to Hit you randomly with a, a a half cooked out idea about the podcast. Um, for for you transitioning how you admit because we've had to transition how we reported. Um, I want to thank I want to thank you. We want to thank all the guests that we had on this year. We want we thank, have
1: had some fire. guests um, this year we want to thank baby.
0: We want to thank uh, Lauren Elise. We want to thank um, Auntie Bandis. We want to thank all of the people that we that we worked with to try to really we want to thank timeless studios we want to thank all of the people who have allowed us to somehow some way in the middle of pandemic and and on a podcast that we are not making a profit on to be able to record at this point i think 40 or 41 episodes and to to, after that first couple weeks we had to find our pivot We we barely missed a week, and we hate missing weeks. We hate it like we hate it. We hate it, hate it like we. And and this two weeks that we taking off because I'm not recording on my birthday. um, I'm just not. I
1: need a fucking break.
0: Um, it's to recharge so that when 2021 comes, which we'll still be in the middle of the panorama, by the way. But when 2021 comes, you get a refresh, a refocus and a new and improved podcast. We're, we're still figuring out shit as we go. But you guys, have, you guys have rocked with me and rocked with this platform for three years now. Um, it, was, it, it was three years um, in, in about two days that we released our first episodes to, Sound, to SoundCloud. I mean, we recorded our first episode August 15th, 2017. And to think we're about to rock into 2021, 150 episodes. I think this might be 150 episodes yep. deep. You know what I mean? That
1: 200th episode, y'all, me and Calvin are going to act cut up. I'm telling y'all, we're going
0: um, to You know what I'm saying? So um, this is, my thank, thank yous you. Have
1: to be, so, sorry, friend, I do not mean to cut you off. Um, my thank yous have to be for your, your, the same, the same sentiments apply for me. My thank you goes out to everybody who has listened and given honest feedback. Me and Calvin have gotten on this here platform, and y'all have heard me cry multiple times. You've heard me be frustrated. You've heard me be mad. You have heard me and Calvin yell at each other on this here podcast. And the one thing that you guys have come back week after week for, episode after episode for, is the understanding that me and Calvin love what we do here. We don't do this shit because it's popular. Everybody can set up two microphones and get to talk shit about bitches. You can. Anybody can do it. And honestly, I, anybody who has ever came to me and said, hey, I want to start a podcast. Can you help me out? I've always offered that support. Sure, I got you. But the longevity. I was told once that when you love something, sometimes it's not the passion that keeps you going. It's the discipline. Because there are some days where Calvin would be like, Alex, let's go. It's time. There are some times when we don't fucking feel like it. We're human. Creative burnout is a fucking thing. But it's honestly the fact that I get on this here show, this here platform, and I know that even if I'm fried, it's going to resonate. Even if I'm not having a good day, even if my mood is shit and I don't have a positive moment to give in my day, I... I know that I can give it to y'all. I can find something. Find y- y'all motivate me to find something to be excited about. Because I want to share it and I want to give it. And I know that I give a lot to y'all. And y'all, y'all accept me. Bro, y'all accept me. You could you could spend the next two hours listening and doing whatever the fuck you wanted to do, but you chose to tune in with us and care. And to be honest with you, that's sincere. That's love. And I, I'm just, it's some of the most humbling and most grateful shit in the world I'll be honest my first experience with imposter syndrome was at orange soda fest and the fact that uh, an entire over a year later we're still here and we're still doing it with more love and more support and more abundance is all the affirmation that I need to know that we are onto something here Calvin and as long as you rock it, my nigga I'm rolling so thank you for having me
0: on that note We've talked your asses. We talked your ears off long (laughs) enough on this here platform in 2020.
1: It's your boy C Diddy. It's your girl, Ali Nicole. Peace. Peace. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo.